everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's March 1st. It's 2021, and we have seven NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how was your weekend? How are you doing, my friend? Weekend was okay, man. Definitely glad to uh, come on another pod. Obviously, I know our prize picks stuff didn't didn't uh, work out i gotta apologize to the to the listeners man I, I messed up the disc golf mojo by trying to uh tell tell these props but uh nonetheless man it's all good and uh we're gonna keep this thing rolling and uh yeah that, that's the weekend i listen if, if you tailed my disc golf picks all week all, all weekend or whatever the four days and you bet the exact same amount as me, you came out $175 ahead. So, um, listen, Paul McBeth played really bad on Sunday and like he, he threw, he threw a shot into the water and it was like super short because like, it just like dropped out of the air because of the wind. And right when that hit the water, he knew he wasn't going to win the tournament anymore. And it was just like, he was in coast mode. Um, so, um, but anyway, Disc golf, man, that was it was a ton of fun. Like, uh, just to have something to kind of sweat. Luckily for me, um, I did post a five per five NASCAR flex in, in Discord earlier today, um, and oh, like it, it it hit. Uh, so it God, hit five for it hit, <laughs> it hit five for five for ten x. So um, Dude, you gotta let me know. So so <laughs> I, I don't know if you know this or not, but. Like prize picks is my new like, and prize picks isn't new, right? But I've really dug in heavy to prize picks, and that that's my. I mean, that that's another stream of income. I mean, I think it's fantastic. I'm going to be dropping. You know, I haven't talked about. It. I'm going to be dropping my picks every day. Uh, you know, you you inspired me in that area, but I thought about it. I said, man, I'm using the site. I love it. Might as well try to get them some traction because I really want them to stick around. So, I um. I'm on there every day. Like I, you know, my money's where I'm out there. They see exactly what I've got on the line and I've, I've got tons of props going, not just the one I put out there. So I, I, I love it, man. So anyway, I don't, I don't want to hog it up about, about price picks, but I, I do really like the site. You're good. I will definitely be posting more disc golf if you guys want it. Um, like I said, it was fun. And if you tailed it all week, uh, we, we hit all five on Thursday. We hit, three or four out of five for two X on Friday. And then Saturday and Sunday they hit, they missed. So, um, anyway, (laughs) yeah, like no, but speaking of new, will we got a new sponsor on the podcast? Um, love this site. I've been playing on there. Um, you know, really since they've started, um, I like the concept, it's it's nice to like refresh. So if you guys haven't checked out Superdraft, um, they're the sponsor of the podcast this week. You know you can use the promo code Grinders, and once you make um, a deposit of a hundred and fifty dollars or more, they are going to immediately match your deposit for a hundred and fifty bucks. So it's cash for cash, um, up to fifty. You know, so definitely do the 150 get the immediate matching bonus for 150 um so awesome sponsor of the podcast they've given us an awesome promotion for this week we are going to have a super draft play of the day um at the end before we do the morning grind game um 
they're unique. They start their slates a little bit later. So it has an eight o'clock start on their slate today. They have a $40,000 um, GPP, $6,000 the first place. But it's awesome because you can kind of get your 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 DraftKings and FanDuel stuff done. And then like you can really focus on Super Draft because they start later. You can use the multipliers. Um, so you're not building salary cap teams. So... Again, we'll have a super draft play of the day uh, before we play the morning grind game. But we got um, you know seven NBA games to dig into here and get through. So we're gonna get started in this one with Dallas at Orlando, two twenty six total. Dallas favored by six and a half. Um, I'm going to this game, Will. Um, so I'm like I'm gonna have a game stack just so you guys know. Um, we got to talk offline about these Orlando games, Stevie. Like uh, so, Dallas, no, no. <laughs> No injury news. Uh, Porzingis is probable. Um, you know, Luca hopefully goes bonkers. And then on the Magic side, um, Anthony Ennis, um, Fultz, Aaron Gordon, and Isaac are all out still. Let's start here with Dallas. Uh, who do you like for the maps? Luca, that is it. Again, um, I'm going to sack this game. Um, so. <laughs> Like you can't like anybody that's gone to a live sporting event um, ever playing DFS. Like you're you're gonna stack the game. So, but I'm with you. I think. I'm sorry. F- funny story. The last time I went to a NBA game, I think I was in Atlanta, and I think I texted you that night as well. This was not last season. The season before, because last season was COVID. It kind of slowed down my going to the games. But do you, I don't know if you remember this, but it was when they had that fantasy championship on FanDuel. I remember stacking the Utah Atlanta game because I was going and sure enough at the end of the night I was in first place most of the night and right at the end Sacramento just edged me out. I think I remember sending you that saying look man I've been in first all night and ended up coming in second. I mean it was just brutal. Point is listen if you go to the game you better stack it. I mean it was still a good night. Just didn't just didn't get my qualifier seat. Um, as far as anybody else here, like Jalen Brunson, like his price is definitely caught up. Um, poor Zingas, 8,200. I don't think the matchup is terrible against Orlando, but the 8,200 on a slate where we have a lot of studs we can kind of pay up for. Um, so I'm probably, I'm probably with you. Like, you know, I always think you could take shots on like Hardaway or Richardson or Finney Smith, but I don't know if this is the slate that you're necessarily going to have to do it. Orlando hasn't been playing great defense and Dallas hasn't been playing great defense. So this should be one of the higher scoring games on the slate. What are we looking at here um, for the Orlando magic? Well, uh, man, I mean, Vooch is, uh, I think he's in play, man at 10 two. I really like him a lot. Um, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with Evan Fournier, right? Because, you know, I've played Evan Fournier a few times. And here's the thing, against Utah, what should have been a, a little bit tougher of a matchup. I mean, the guy puts up 37 fantasy points and he shot seven for 20. Like very, very I mean, shot 35% from the field and still put up over 30. And I've been banging the drum on the fact that, you know, Dallas's defense has not been great this season. Uh, their team I've been secretly targeting. So, you know, I like Fournier. Um, you know, if, if, uh, if Dwayne Bacon's going to get 30 minutes again or close to, it, I don't mind it. Like, so, you know, he would just be a flyer though, but I think Fournier and Vooch are two guys that I would strongly consider. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think Alfred Camino is, is interesting. 
Um, with James Ennis out, Al Camino has been in that like 22 minute range here for like three games now. It was like three games before the three games, and then they like started to bump his minutes up again. So I, I don't think he gets a ton of run here, maybe 25, 26 minutes, but I do think he is um, somewhat interesting in this spot. Um, again, like you, you said it, like Dallas, they've been a team that have struggled um, defensively in general this season. And like, even if you look at lately, they've been playing a little bit better defense, but like, okay, I'm not putting a lot of stock into that. I think this is going to be a game. that's going to be pretty high scoring. Um, and I think you have to have some exposure to the Orlando side of this game. Um, and mostly through Vooch, um, Dallas allows the fifth most fantasy points to centers on the season. And Vooch is just, he's taking 20 plus shots a game right now. And and it's not going to stop nine of the last 10 until Aaron Gordon comes back, until Cole Anthony comes back, until Isaac comes back. Like, he's just going to keep shooting. Uh, So I really like this spot for Vooch. If this game stays close, Vooch probably has a big game. We move on to the Pacers and the 76ers. No total in this game. Um, Brogdon's questionable. Lamb is questionable. Levert's out. Warren's out. Joel Embiid is questionable, and Tobias Harris is questionable. Um, good thing, Will, like, first of all, on our sponsor, Superdraft, you don't have to worry about this game because the slate starts at 8 o'clock. But Correct. the other thing is, like, good thing this game starts at 7 because this game dictates the slate. If Embiid or, or Tobias or both of them sit, if Brogdon sits, if Lamb sits, okay, this game is impossible to break down without the injury news, but we're going to give our first thoughts here. Let's start with the Pacers. Give me your thoughts with or without Brogdon. Um, what are we, what are we potentially looking at? And like, it also matters like if Embiid and, and Harris play, because if they're out, this game probably stays somewhat close. If Brogdon doesn't play, this game is just whew, good thing. This game's a seven. Yeah, man. Uh, this is how I feel about this game. If Brogdon is in, I don't think I want to play anyone from this game. If Brogdon is out, man, do I TJ McConnell played 46 minutes? Like, I mean, and, and that, that may have been overtime. I didn't watch the game, so guys, forgive me on that. But in my head, God, it must have been overtime. Could not have been. But it seems like if he's out, TJ McConnell is going to play big minutes, and I'm willing to play him at 6,100 in this spot. Um, you know, Barn, I think Tobias is going to be out maybe. So, that's kind of where I am, man. But I don't really want to play uh, a whole lot of guys. Like Sabonis at 10-1, maybe. I feel like if, if Bede is out, I'm more inclined to play Sabonis. If if Brogdon's out, I'm more inclined to play uh, McConnell. But it's it's tough, man. I if Embiid is out, maybe I want to play a little bit more Miles Turner. Like it's, it's a weird situation. It's weird. Yeah, it is. Um, definitely. I think definitely weird is the right thing, but like if everybody plays in this game, it's going to be probably a a competitive game that is probably priced pretty appropriately. Um, if, if Brogdon's out, um, obviously like, you're, you're waiting on like the Jeremy lamb news too. Like that, you know, that obviously matters. Um, 
you know, if he were to end up sitting or whatever. But if you take if you take Jeremy Lamb and you take Brogdon off the floor, make sure if you're using court IQ um, that you take off um, Oladipo too. Even though he won't show up, you got to type it in, you know, to get a real representation um, because um, like he was there. But Miles Turner, he definitely sees the biggest increase per 36 minutes. He's averaging 14 more fantasy points um, per 36, which is the biggest increase by a large margin. Um, Aaron holiday gets a bump. So I think miles Turner becomes very interesting. If we get news that Brogdon's not going to play and could potentially fly a little under the radar. And then on the Philly side of things, like if, if Embiid and Harris both sit, you're playing Seth Curry, Simmons, Shake Milton. If Embiid sits, I think you're looking at Ben Simmons. Um, if Harris sits, you could potentially be looking at Embiid. Uh, so a lot of different ways to kind of uh, approach the other side, um, depending on the news. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, <sighs> Embiid is going to be a big time player in this game. If he plays and Tobias sits, uh, like you said, if they, if they both sit, like, man, Simmons, Milton, Curry. I mean, I'd probably be even willing to play Danny Green some. Like, he played 37 minutes over the weekend. Now, that was an overtime game. But still, man, like, you know, these guys are going to get serious run. I mean, Court Mods might even be in play for a few minutes. So, um, that's where we are, man. I think – I just think that's where we are. If, if, if Brogdon sits – and one of these Philly guys sits, whether it's Embiid or Harris, then I think we look at the pieces they have. If everybody plays, like you said, I think they're all priced appropriately. I'm just not as intrigued. We move on to the 8 o'clock games, and this is where the Super Draft uh, slate would start to get kicked off. Um, yes. Denver at Chicago. Um, assuming this game plays – Right? Like, we're assuming yeah. this game plays. Um, like, we have no idea. Um, I guess it, it was more... Um, it, would, it would be more of, like, if anything comes out, right? Um, if anything comes out, if anybody tests positive for the Bulls, right? Like, it's a contact tracing thing, isn't it? Uh, like, from what I was reading... Yes, that is correct. Uh, contact tracing. So we're approaching this game as it's going to play. Um, there's, a, there's a good chance this game doesn't play because of how careful the NBA is being this season. So um, what are we looking at here on Denver, assuming that everybody from Chicago plays and everything's good to go? Yeah, man. Um, you know, I, I think some of these guys are going to be in play. I, I've, been, I've been really getting some exposure to Jamal Murray. Price is up now, eighty nine hundred on uh, on DK, which which could be very risky. But I think in tournaments, man, eighty nine hundred on Murray, I, I would be willing to uh, roll the dice. Uh, obviously, we can always play Jokic like at, at ten eight. You know, I think he's a guy that's in play. Michael Porter Jr. at seven K now. That's kind of a stay away from me. He has been playing minutes, but I mean, we have not seen. 
the, the massive upside. I feel like most of the upside has been coming from Jokic and Murray, which is why I'm so interested in them. Uh, P.J. Dozier is back, you know, played 14 minutes against OKC. Uh, he would be a flyer in this game because if there's any type of blowout potential, I do think P.J. Dozier gets run. He's a guy I've been on a little bit heavily since the beginning of this season because I thought they wanted to get him, you know, a few more minutes here and there. And, you know, if they can, you know, put Chicago to bed early, uh, he's just a flyer for blowout run that I think could could possibly get you, you know, 20 to 25 points for 3,200. Um, you know, as far as like – Man, Dozier's interesting. Um, you know, especially like we we know Jermichael Green, Harris, and Millsap are out. Um, you worry about the minutes for Dozier. Fifteen minutes in his first game back is is nice. Maybe he plays twenty at thirty two hundred. Like he's that potential like cheap guy. You're just you know taking a shot on. You can always play Jokic. You could always play Jamal Murray. What are we looking at here for the Bulls, assuming everybody's good to go and they're playing? Yeah, I think they're going to be good to go. I mean, they didn't have any positive tests. It was just the Raptors, and then they went through the co- contact tracing side. I think they should be okay. Um, you know, with the Bulls here, man, they're, they're just everybody's priced where they should be now, I think. Um, maybe Wendell Carter has a little bit more meat on the bone at 5,800. Like, maybe he's got to have an upside game, though. Uh, he could get there. But he would be, you know, the guy that I would maybe look at, um, you know, for you know, for kind of a, 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 a flyer, not a flyer, but a mid-range play there. I know they're going to get Denver. I, I know Jokic has been fantastic. But at 5,800, Wendell Carter, he, he's got some be left on the bone. And then that's about it. I don't really want to play any more of these guys. Garrett Temple is a guy that I've kind of looked at from time to time just because he's getting so many minutes. Um at 4,400, like, you could plug him in, uh, but I don't think he's completely necessary. Don't want to play Levine at 95. Don't want to play uh, Kobe at 63. Pretty much going to be a pass for me with those guys. We move on. We got Utah at New Orleans, 234.5 total here. Utah favored by 6.5. Uh, Utah's good to go. New Orleans has J.J. Redick as questionable outside of that. Both these teams healthy and um, – you know, we're definitely expecting this game to be competitive, high scoring. Uh, the both these teams scoring a lot right now. Uh, what do we like here for Utah? And ironically, didn't you guys probably won't guess where I'm going to start today, but I'm actually going to start with Royce O'Neill at 4,800, playing really good minutes. Uh, look, you know, he's either going to get us 15 points or anywhere from 25 to 40. Let's just hope he's in the 25 to 40 range, but the guy's playing big minutes, not taking a lot of shots, but does get peripherals in a game where it's going to be up-tempo, perhaps has a chance for a few extra steals and blocks, a few extra rebounds, you know, a few extra layups. Like, that's kind of what I'm looking at with Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal, excuse me. So at 4,800, uh, I, I like him here. Uh, you know, Mike Conley at 65. I don't hate it. You know, he put up 40 against the Lakers in 27 minutes. Obviously, we need him to dial up the upside, but I think if you're game second this game, he's a guy we look at. Donovan Mitchell at 86, man. He's been playing fantastic, but I, I don't want to pull the trigger here. This team is basically back to full health with Conley there. Clarkson at 64. Don't want to do that. Bogdanovich is a guy I wish I could play at 5,200, and perhaps this is the spot, um, you know, up-tempo game. You know, hopefully he can get up, you know, 12 to 15 shots or so. Uh, but that's about it. Uh, I do like Gobert at 7,400. Um, I think that price is really fair. 
Uh, and so he, he would probably be my second favorite jazz player. Him and Royce O'Neal are definitely my top two. Oh, man, things you didn't think you'd come into the podcast hearing Royce, Royce O'Neal being a, a favorite play, but over like 25 him. over twenty five fantasy points in three of the last four, um, you know, realistically, like five of the last eight, um, six of the last eight. So I don't hate that call. Um, you know, as, as far as like Utah goes, you know, Donovan Mitchell – kind of priced appropriately. I think he's one of the guys that could potentially go over 50 fantasy points on this team. Um, Rudy Gobert, he's averaging 42 fantasy points against this team in two meetings already this season. Mike Conley is like right at that price where if he gets over 40, you're good. If not, um, it's probably too expensive for him. So, um, you know, this is one of those, this is one of those slates where it's, um, Definitely interesting. Um, what do you like here for New Orleans? Yeah, I feel like it's maybe just Steven Adams and maybe Eric Bledsoe. Like, I, listen, I've been playing a lot, and I do mean a lot, Stevie, of Zion Williamson recently. I mean almost every day, and he has not been disappointing. At 9K, though, I, I think I can hop off. And I know he's been 8,800, 8,786. But at 9K on DK, I think I'm more than willing to um, to hop off the train here. You know, he's 8,900 on FanDuel, about the same. Um, so th- that's that's kind of where I am, man. Um, I, I think this team is a little bit better on FanDuel, where Ingram's is, Ingram is 78, Lonzo 65. Um, you know, you're getting Bledsoe at 53, Adams at – uh, 55, you know, so Adams and Bledsoe are definitely in terms of, you know, for the price, probably my favorite plays, but I do like Ingram on, on uh FanDuel at 7,800. Man, Zion has been um, like that beast mode that we saw so much of last season, 48 plus in four straight, um, you know, six of the last seven games, um, seven of the last 10 for that matter. 9k if he puts up 48 like all right he's solid but is he really gonna be like that guy um and the reason i say that is you know we have brooklyn san antonio coming up with you know plenty of studs in that game we have charlotte portland coming up with studs in that game uh we already talked about Jokic. um i I just you know we talked about vooch we talked about sabonis um so i think zion's in play but um i do worry about like is it enough on a seven game slate to burn me if he puts up 50 and obviously the night before it's like, well, I don't know. Like you know, I'll let you know at midnight um, on Monday night, you know, but Speaking I think of midnight, that Stevie, uh, at some point it's going to be midnight and the slate's still going to be going with MLB rocking. The angels will still be playing the, the giants the Dodgers, man, Ooh, we're getting close. Sorry, folks. Sorry, didn't mean to hijack it there. Back this dude's the trying to get me all excited. Um, <laughs> let's go to Brooklyn at San Antonio. No total in this game. Uh, Kevin Durant out. Uh, Jeff Green and TLC both questionable. On the San Antonio side, you know, Gay is out. Vassal's out. White is out. Keldon Johnson's questionable. Uh, conditioning for. COVID. Um, 
but like there's a chance that he could return here also like the nba all-star break is coming up like i think it thursday is the last day we have nba games um until i think next tuesday so i wouldn't be shocked if some of these teams are like super careful this week in general um what are you looking at here for brooklyn Man, listen, Kyrie and and Harden. That's it. I'm I'm not playing anybody else from Brooklyn. You know, um, I mean, I, that's it, man. I, I'm not worried about anybody else on this team. They're gonna soak up everything. If anybody else gets thirty or forty, good for them. You know, uh, God bless you. But I'm just Kyrie and Harden for me. Yeah. Um... Like, who else do you realistically play, uh, I think, is, like, the biggest question. Like, uh, we were on, like, DeAndre Jordan getting minutes and playing consistent, and, like, he disappeared in the last game. Um, and, and, like, I, I just – I can't trust any of these guys. Like, outside of playing the studs, I just – I can't trust these guys. Um, I do think that, you know, we're going to be – somewhat paying attention to like Shumpert's minutes here on like that 10 day contract deal. Uh, but like it, it might not, it's not anything to play DFS wise, but Bruce Brown, if you're not playing Kyrie or um, Harden would be the only other guy you could potentially take a shot on here. Let's go to the San Antonio side of things. Um, obviously DeMar DeRozan back here. Keldon Johnson could potentially be back here. Um, you know, you look at, San Antonio, and then you look at like what DeRozan did in the last game, and you're like, why isn't he going to do it again in this game? Um, especially if Keldon Johnson doesn't play at a 29% usage rate the other night, he scored 32 actual points, had 11 assists. Um, what do you like here for San Antonio? Yeah, man, I'm with you, DeJounte and uh, and DeMar, uh, D&D, Dunkin' Donuts. Uh, those guys should be dunking some donuts in the rim if uh, if 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 Johnson is is indeed out. I think those are going to be the top two plays. I'm not playing Lonnie Walker. I'm not you know I'm not going to play some of these other guys. Um, I mean, man, you know, LMA played 23 minutes, 26 minutes, just not getting the minutes. I think those are the two guys you stick with. Um, you know, I know Trey Trey Lyles played 36 minutes. You know, maybe this, maybe, maybe Trey Lyles, but like all in all, same thing, same scenario here. Uh, just, uh, just Murray and just DeRozan. I really strongly consider Patty Mills, man. I like strongly, but I, I think I'm, I think I'm going to pass. Um, yeah, like I think it's DeRozan and Murray. I can see this game going small too especially with like brooklyn not like they don't like to play deandre jordan so like i could see this game going small and lonnie walker getting a little bit of a bump but i could see like trey lyles playing minutes again if johnson's out but trey lyles's price is kind of caught up to the production so I, I don't think this is a game you're necessarily getting a ton of exposure to but i do think it's a game that you want to pay attention to we got Cleveland at Houston. No total in this game. It's a back-to-back for Houston. Um, and on the Cleveland side, Dova, Drummond, Love, Nance, all out. Um, Osman is questionable. We know that like Christian Wood's going to potentially be out, but here's the question mark, right? It's a back-to-back for Houston. Is Wall going to play? Is Oladipo going to play? Uh, they've been careful with like Eric Gordon. Um, we know that like 
Victor Oladipo was out just recently because of their really like, you know, maintenance, this right quad. So um, let's start with Cleveland. What are we looking at here for the Cavs? Well, the main thing is this, man. And this is one of my favorite plays on the slate. Jared Allen. I, I, I know he's 8,500, Steve. I'm fully aware of this. But this is one of those slates where he could get 50. Now, he dropped 61 on his team the last outing. But I'm, I'm saying 50. I'm not going that high. He could very well put up 60 again. But I, I think 50 is in the cards here. So he, he's one of my favorite plays on the slate. Uh, I, I think you know he's a guy you have to consider. We've got Sexton and Garland both priced way up now. Um, so I, I think I'm just going to avoid both of them at these prices. Uh, Isaac Okoro has, for some reason, been playing a lot better for DFS purposes, but but I'm not going to play him either. Main main culprit here, man, Jared Allen, people. I know he's 8,500. Maybe it feels like sticker shock, but it's really not. They've given him the keys. They're playing him the minutes. He's producing. I love this. I love Jared Allen today on this slate. One of my favorite plays on the day. They've unleashed him. He is. He's unleashed. <laughs> I need a Jared Allen top shot. I need to go buy one of those right now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. It's so like, yeah, I think this is one of those spots where you're definitely looking at Jared Allen. If Osman is out, I think you're looking at maybe playing um, Windler. Assuming that like he'll get upper twenties minutes and he's forty three hundred, if the game blows out, like he's gonna play minutes in that aspect of things. So if Osman sits, I think Dylan um, Windler is in play. I also think that like Garland and Sexton are always guys. If you think games are gonna stay close, and with this being the second half of the back to back, this could easily be a game that stays close. Like. So, yeah, I think you're definitely looking at some stuff here for Cleveland. I think this is one of the most stackable games on the slate. Um, what do you like here on the Houston side of things? I think it's like you said, man, we got to decide if Wall's going to play. Um, you know, I, I, I'm assuming – I don't know what to think about Oladipo, to be honest with you, um, but he's 7,700. If one of these two sits, then I think you can take the other one. Uh, Houston's just been on a downward spiral, man. Like I'm, I, I hope my man Stephen Silas can keep his job. To, you know, another couple seasons. I mean, they've pretty much gone full rebuild mode. Uh, shout out to Coach Silas. Um, but yeah, man, they, they just they haven't been able to really keep up with anyone. I think if you know, this is a flyer. This is based on some injury news. If, if any of these guys sit, I think David Nawab is in play at 4,700. You know, we've seen what he can do with, you know, 25 minutes or so. Um, so he's a guy I would definitely consider. Uh, Daniel House is priced up now, so I think I want to avoid him. Um, you know, but outside of that, I, I don't really want to play anyone from, from Houston uh, until I get the news. But um, they're spiraling out of control, but I do like David Nawaba. If you know one of these guards sit, um, yeah, they both could end up sitting. Nawaba, you know, uh, again the revenge, um, right? Did he play with Cleveland? Didn't he? I'm pretty sure he did. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think he did. Uh, like, like this game is easily dictated by 
injury news. If Wall plays, Oladipo's out. You bump up Wall. You bump up Eric Gordon. If Oladipo and um, Oladipo and Wall sit, then Gordon's in play. Tate's in play. House is in play. Um, so, like, obviously, this one is going to be dictated by news. And like, I looked before we started too. There was no reports whatsoever um, about like Oladipo and stuff. Uh, but listen, I. I don't see these guys playing on this. I don't see Oladipo playing on the second end of a back-to-back. Um, I could see other people playing on the second end of a back-to-back, but I don't see Oladipo playing on the second end of a back-to-back. We finish it out with Charlotte at Portland. Um, start us off with the Charlotte, Charlotte side of things, Will. Well, uh, for the the past day's game, which it hasn't started yet for us yet, but it's, it's kicking off uh, soon. Um, they're playing Sacramento, and Cody Zeller and Gordon Hayward were out. So we're, we're really, really thin right now, uh, backcourt and frontcourt, really, um, because, you know, Hayward's out, and Devontae Graham was already out, and Zeller. So I think we'll have to wait and see what happens tomorrow. But just kind of want to tee this up. You know, LaMelo's 87, and Terry Rozier is 8K. Portland is a team that I have targeted heavily. Um, and you know, you, you're not going to be able to play everyone from Charlotte because paying 8,700 for LaMelo and 8K for Rozier is going to feel really uncomfortable. They've priced Malik Monk up to 5,500 as well. I think in anticipation of uh, if, if these guys are out, you know, at least they've got them priced appropriately. So I think Miles Bridges at 48 is a flyer that you can look at in this spot. Uh, they've got PJ at 62. Uh, Biombo, Biombo at 34. I do want to see how they're going to handle him tonight. The other night he only played 12 minutes. He is starting tonight, though, uh, against Holmes, which means he will probably start tomorrow uh, against Cantor if uh, if Zeller was out and these guys. So I just kind of want to see how that game flows. But Biombo at 3,400 on this slate, uh, if everything, you know, rolls, you know, properly – he could be value, but I do want to take a wait and see approach with how they handle him in terms of minutes tonight. Yeah, obviously, you know, with Charlotte being on the second end of a back-to-back, you're <laughs> you're waiting on news. Um, you know, it, it sounds like the Gordon Hayward hand thing and the Devontae Gra- Graham like knee injury. Like, I, I feel like they're going to be super careful here going like this is the week going into the all-star break this is a week that teams are going to be careful it's it's something that we talk about every year we're not yeah. used to the all-star break being you know in march <laughs> like but um i think if these guys are out lamello rogier they're going to be the usage guys but i think you're you could look at pj washington malik monk um like you said we we are going to have a little bit better idea of what to look at with these guys um, after the game on Sunday, but we'll have some, we'll have some, some, you know, minutes and stuff to look at. Assuming these guys don't play, let's go to the Portland side of things. Um, you know, Damian Lillard over 50 fantasy points now in um, five of the last seven games. What are we looking at here for Portland? Honestly, man, Portland's going to start for me with Enos Cantor. You know, um, I don't like to overpay unless we're in an upside spot. And I'm telling you right now, you know, we've just been decimated inside, man. I, I read an article by, uh, of course, none other than Rick Bonnell. If, if you're following Charlotte Sports, please, you want to follow Rick Bonnell. I mean, he's done this 
for years and years. He just talked about how we gave up so much on the inside. Uh, I mean, just dunk after dunk after dunk in the Golden State game. It was incredible, uh, an incredible feat by the, by the Golden State Warriors. Bottom line is this. Uh, we're getting abused inside right now, which makes me extremely intrigued uh, with a guy like Enos Cantor. Makes me extremely intrigued with a guy like Dame who can get to the rim. Um, so, you know, those are two guys I definitely think you want to look at. Uh, you know, I, I don't really want to pay 5500 for Derrick Jones Jr., but I'm intrigued by him as well. Another guy that can just, you know, dunk city. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I just wish some of these guys were a little bit cheaper, um, but they just they're, they're not cheaper at the moment. But that's kind of where I am. Dame and, and Cancer, man. I, I like those guys. Um. That's going to wrap it up. Let's get into our super draft play of the day. Um, Will, I'll let you kick it off here. Who's your super draft play of the day? No secret here, man. The multiplier isn't as high as maybe I wanted it to be, but I don't care, man. Listen, homeboy, Jared Allen. He is such a, a slam dunk play today, man. Like, 1.3x multiplier. I'm expecting him to get 50. Love Jared Allen on this slate, man. Pretty much one of one of my favorites. You know, um, this news is like really going to depend um, on Osman. But I just got done talking about um, Windler, Dylan Windler. Um, I had him circle before we started because of like the production and stuff. This dude's getting a 1.95 X. I love looking for these high multiplier guys. If he can get the minutes, if Osman's out, if he puts up like 20 to 25 fantasy points, that 1.95 X is almost going to give you two X. So he puts up 25. You're almost looking at 50 fantasy points um, from Dylan Windler and could potentially be low owned as well. So I love, looking for injuries and looking at values on these guys to kind of, you know, gain as much as I can. Um, you just got done talking about like Malik Monk. Um, you know, if, if he were to get minutes, if these guys are out again, he's a one eight multiplier. And if he's going to play almost 30 minutes, you know, if, if Oladipo and these guys sit, David Nawaba is 1.85. So um, a lot to look at over there on Superdraft. Um, appreciate them jumping on board. We let talked about PJ. Too, Stevie. Sorry about that. Let me, let me plug this too. Uh, Terry Rozier is at like a 1.45X. And I mean, he's pretty much a walking 40 with all these guys out. So it's incredible. All right, let's get into the morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to 7X. Oh, man. Let us see. I think I know who your guy. Well, uh, you know, I, I think I got my guy. I'm going Royce O'Neal here, 4,800. I know, I know he's been hitting like 25, but let, let's, let's see if we can get a 35 out of you in an up-tempo spot here, Royce. Dylan Windler would be my guy if um, Osman's out. Like again, I think this is a great spot for him. I, I'm I'm looking at Trey Lyles too. I think this game potentially could go small, and Trey Lyles could have a good game. Um, so a lot of injury news that we're looking at. Like I mentioned, Aminu. Um, 
Aaron Holiday, if Brogdon's out, would probably see an increase. So a lot of a lot of value that we're potentially going to get here. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? I actually think I'm going to go with, with Sabonis at 10-1. He's been playing fantastic. Don't get me wrong, but I think I'm going to take the under here with Sabonis. Yeah, you know, I definitely have him as one of those guys that I probably don't end up playing here. I talked about Miles Turner getting a huge increase um, if Brogdon's off the floor. So that's who I'd be looking at the most because of price, too. Um, my bust today is going to be Porzingis. I'm going to watch it live. He's going to bust in front of it. He's just not going to get it done today. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna go with Porzingis here. Um Favorite 6X play. Well, who do you got? Man. I think I'm going to go ahead and go with DeRozan right now. Like, even if Keldon Johnson plays, I still think DeRozan gets off in this game. Like, I don't I, I don't think that's going to impact him that much. So, let's go DeRozan, man. I know he's 8,400. I mean, he gets anywhere close to 50. And, I mean, we're, we're, we're printing here. So, go DeRozan. Yeah, he took my guy. Um, oh, I had no clue either. Wow, I've been hanging out with you too much, man. I'm telling you. Um, oh man, um, scrambling. Give me, give me Colin Sexton. Um, Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Will, who do you got? So I saved this one on here because I'm trying to figure out if people are going to be scared by the price. I could be wrong. I think there may be some sticker shock. Jared <laughs> Allen at 8,500. I know I've talked about him all show, but at 8,500, maybe people are scared, especially if Embiid is without Tobias Harris. I think that'll filter some of the ownership away. I, I love Jared Allen on this slate, man. One of my favorites. All right. I hope Boban plays some minutes. <laughs> you know I'm he's not, been getting minutes, right? I know. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick him here. Uh, but he was getting minutes before Zingets off. I just want to see him play. Um I'm gonna oh, yeah. go with Alfreka Alfreka menu. Um again, I could see them increasing his minutes and not really announcing anything. If they don't increase his minutes, he probably doesn't hit value at thirty eight hundred, so it's definitely a get weird GPP play today. Uh, Will, game selection, anything standing out to you today on FanDuel, DraftKings, Super Draft, anything that you're looking at? Oh, man. I'm going to go with. Uh, I know you got to be excited for the FanDuel single entry series this week. I'm right? saving it. Listen, I, on Mondays, I'm saving that for you. My, my, I'm just saying, I know you like the 222 woo! on FanDuel, so I know you're Bro, excited about this oh, tournament. I'm salivating over here. And like if I, if, so here's the deal. And I don't want to say I didn't take the other one serious because I did. But like this is, this is the spot. Like the 222 is the spot. Like every day, let's just hammer it out, see how it goes. Definitely want to see if I can get a seat this week. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be in the streets for sure. Uh, trying to get a seat. Uh, secondarily, I, I will say on, on DK, man, and I've talked about this one a lot. Um, please, man, get in these single entry ones, right? I'm going to go down today, and I wanted to talk about 
and this one isn't single entry, but the $4 on DK where it's 20 max, right? Man, such a great contest if you're trying to multi-enter. It's right in that spot where you can still hand build if you like to do that sort of thing and kind of get it the way you want to get it. Uh, or you can lock some guys in and let it filter in some good players around there. But the $4, man, 20 entry max, one of the best multi-entry contests on DK. Um, again, the single entry series over there on FanDuel. They got a we got a 222 running over there. Um with that being a pay 25% of the field, top 10 is getting 43%, min cash is one eight. Um, the rake is under 10% for that one. There's also a $1 single entry series tournament this week as well. Uh, so if you're not in that 222 range, uh, no worries. We got the $1 single entry series over there. Somebody's going to turn $1 into 2000. Um, that is a 24% payout. Top 10 is less than 20%. Min cash is 2x, but 16% uh, rake on that one. Um, we don't have a lot of spreads. Is there anything standing out to you? I'm taking the over in the Magic game just because I'm going and I want a lot of scoring. So um, full on, um, you know, just full on just hoping that that game goes over. Yeah, I'm actually going to roll with, with the other one that we have, which is the Pelicans and the Jazz. Uh, we've got a two two thirty four and a half. I'm actually going to take the under. I know this. I know they've been playing pretty quickly, but I'm expecting this to be a competitive game. I'm actually going to take the under on the two thirty four and a half with the Jazz Pelicans. All right. Um, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Where's Malik Monkey and NBA Top Shots? Uh, I was going to try to buy a moment, but he seems to not be there, and that'll wrap it up for me today, folks. He's just going to he's going to go out and get you a moment on Monday. That's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone has an awesome Monday. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Just man, I, I, you know, I don't want to get sentimental, but remember this is like right around the time that like all the covid stuff really started to hit home and you know just yeah. you know stay safe. Don't stop living, but be careful and you know respect people around you. That's going to wrap it up for Monday. Hope everyone has an awesome week. Um we'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Good luck and we'll see you then.